Let's talk fufu. For the 14,000 Nigerians who now live in Minnesota, it's a West African taste of home. As part of our North Star Journey series, food writer Mecca Boss introduces us to fufu and a local man who understands its importance. Uche Erebu was only 21 years old when he immigrated from Nigeria. He followed a cousin to join a small community of Nigerians in Brooklyn Park. He says the Nigeria he left was politically corrupt and dangerous for dissidents. As he settled into Minnesota, he began missing the cooking of home. It's just one of those uh, situations where you go to a new place and you're excited about trying what they have. And then you realize that you're pretty good with what you've had. And chances are you're going to go back to what you're used to, what you're raised on. And that was fufu, a cornerstone of the West African diet. It's made of yams, pounded in wooden mortar and pestle until it's smooth and sticky like dough. True African yams can be difficult to transport because of their enormous size. They can weigh up to 100 pounds. So Uche uses a yam powder reconstituted with water. Fufu is a very quintessential African delicacy. Uche is a local freelance photographer. He exudes his strong Nigerian identity, wearing colorful dashikis, eye-catching jewelry, and chunky glasses. He started telling me about Nigerian cooking and traditional communal eating, and I couldn't wait to try some. So fufu is not something you eat with a spoon and a fork or a knife, you know. You have to wash your hands and get into it. This dumpling, which reminds me a bit of uncooked bread dough in its consistency, gets served in a baseball-sized piece. You tear off a bite and use it to scoop up various stews, like the ones Uche is cooking today. Egusi is melon seeds, um, and melon seeds basically form the base, the, the base of, of the, the, the sauce itself. Egusi is going to be made with spinach. Back in Nigeria, we use other vegetables that we don't have here. Uh, and then we're making some okra. And then we're going to make some tomato stew. If you've ever eaten soul food, it's easy to imagine that these are the roots of that cooking. The agusi has a deep earthiness of collard greens, and the tomato stew is fragrant with respectable use of scotch bonnet pepper. But before Uche taught himself to cook, based on the memories of his grandmother's meals, he says he remembers when it was more difficult to come by this food in Minnesota. Sometimes we young single dudes then will go to parties just for the food, you know. Uh, and you meet people that look like you, people that speak, talk like you, and eat like you. Uh, but when it comes to restaurants, I would honestly say that uh, Nigerian restaurants were very far and few in between. And the ones that we are available then, most of them uh, have gone under. He's not sure why that is, however, because when he shares Nigerian food, most people tend to like it a lot. We shared it with friends so, at a dinner yeah. party. Wash your fingers, <laughs> wash your hands. So there's <laughs> finger bowls, that's what that's for. Right Uche you know. says that perhaps one of the reasons Nigerian food hasn't been successfully marketed to American audiences is the different flavor profiles. Palm oil, dried fish, and heavy use of chili are quite different for the American palate. And, he says, those differences can easily translate to marginalization. African cuisine uh, uh, as a whole uh, was being demonized. Africans uh, get uh, not just chastised, but uh, insulted for smelling like crayfish, uh, smelling like fish, you know. And then suddenly you're like, ooh, I don't want to be like that. I don't, I, don't want, I don't want to have people taunt me like that. And, and then you find yourself uh, excusing yourself from who you are. Of course, this experience is a very common one for immigrants. But Uche says he now recognizes that there's nothing wrong with the food of his homeland. 
it, I can honestly say that that saved my life in a lot of ways when it comes to uh, what I eat, what I ingest, basically. Yeah, that hits. <laughs> it tastes good. It tastes like food. It tastes like love. <laughs> a taste of home, a taste of identity, a taste of fufu. For NPR News, I'm Mecca Boss. Make a story made possible in part by the Minnesota Legacy Amendments Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Mm-hmm.